0: I'm Carissa Andrews, international best selling indie author and CEO of Author Revolution. With more than 15 books published, it's safe to say I have made a ton of mistakes in my endeavor to become a full time author. The most important thing that I've learned in the past decade is that indie authors need to protect their creativity and their serenity. Being an author is a long game, and that's why I'm on a mission to teach other indies just like you how to publish books with a sustainable, rapid release method. I created the author revolution podcast to give you insights and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you do just that. If you're an ambitious author or one in the making, who's looking to create a long-term author career and a life you love, you've found your tribe, my friend. Let's get your author revolution underway. Hey there, writerly friend! Welcome back to another episode of the Author Revolution Podcast. So, for those of you who have been following the podcast lately, you already know that I've been diving back into mindset a bit. Now, part of the reason for this is to help you gather the tools you need in order to build a sustainable and profitable, prolific author career. But if I'm honest, part of it really is a refresher course for me as well. Now, I like to talk about topics that are actively impacting my life, either as an author or an entrepreneur, because typically if I'm thinking about it or struggling with it, I know some of you are as well. So that's why today I wanted to bring on someone who has inspired me in terms of abundance mindset and living my best life, and someone who has walked the path that I've walked as an author as well. Amanda Rose is a fellow author, She's also an entrepreneur and she's doing a lot of work very similar to what I'm doing. We originally met a number of years ago when she was promoting her Fire Fury Saga series and I was over there promoting the Pandamus Chronicles. Now obviously, we've grown a lot since those times because we're not doing and focusing just on young adult science fiction. We are doing more things and we've expanded beyond that. But not only does Amanda still write... She is also the CEO of the Infinite Power of You Incorporated and co-founder of the No BS business company, Limited. She is a business wealth and mindset coach, motivational speaker, course creator, and someone I am super happy to call a friend. Now, she's also been featured on numerous sites from Yahoo Finance and CBS to Brains Magazine and so many more. Seriously, there are too many to even list. So right now, I am happy to say that Amanda Rose is on the Author Revolution podcast today to talk with us about growth and money mindset so that we can get our ducks in a row and really make 2021 a fantastic year. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, thank you, Amanda, so much for being here on the Author Revolution podcast. I am thrilled that you are joining us today. And I've filled in my audience a little bit about how we met and um, how we know each other and all that good fun stuff. But can you tell my audience a little bit more about who you are and what
1: you do? Yeah, so um, uh, I, I'm Amanda Rose, everybody. Uh, and I am the founder and CEO of the Infinite Power of You, Inc. I'm a business wealth and mindset coach. I am a 13-time thir- time published author, multi-genres. Uh, I love to write, it is so much fun. Um, I also do motivational speaking, acting, um, and I am an avid course creator. I just, I love to create things. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> and I found that to be one of the things where, cause you and I have been in, in the same circles for a long time. And mm-hmm. cause I think you were coming out with the, what was it? The fire fury saga, right? Around yeah. the same time that I was finishing up uh, the Pendamus Chronicles. And so we were kind of, that's how we started chatting with each other was was way back then. And I remember seeing you like kind of expand into this course creation stuff as I was doing it as well, but on a much smaller scale <laughs> at first. And um, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, she's doing some really cool stuff when it comes to mindset stuff, because that at the <laughs> time for me was just really fascinating. And I've always, I've always loved that sort of thing too, but Obviously you have too. So where did that aspect of it come in for you? Like how did, how did you get wrapped up in mindset and abundance um, stuff manifesting all that good fun stuff?
1: Yeah. um, It's interesting because there's, there's two specific times in my life where it kind of popped in. So I, I grew up in a very spiritual household. So like, even when I was like two, three years old, it was like, let's meditate and crystals and aromatherapy and Homeopathy, I don't, just all these interesting different alternative like medicines and energy work. And so I was really like very aware of these types of things growing up. It was just like a very natural part of my life. And then as I got into being a teenager and early adulthood, it was kind of like, you know, career and focus and real world and you know, kind of like got out of that being more of a like day-to-day thing. Um, it was something that was always like a spiritual connection for me, but I was just not into the practicing so much anymore um and I went through a whole bunch of crazy jobs um because I graduated into the 2008 recession so it was like (laughs) a really (laughs) weird time to get into the job market um yeah I know I like I did door-to-door sales and I did retail um and then we ended up or I ended up getting into uh Uh, doing these live in-store sales presentations. I'm sure a lot of people probably remember those old like Ginzu knife commercials where they cut through the can. So I worked for that company and we did like um, knives and mops and different things like that. So we had like these 30 minute monologues to memorize along with these presentations. We'd sell the stuff in stores. And that was really fun until this big management shift thing happened. And then it really sucked. And so I was like, I'm tired of working for other people. This is not aligned with who I am. Like, screw this. And so I quit and I didn't really know what I was going to do at the time. Um, I ended up joining an MLM, even though I didn't even know what network marketing was back then. I just knew that I loved the company. <laughs> nice. Nice. i was <laughs> just like, okay, whatever. Like, this is a new interesting thing. And I get to be at home.
0: Like that was, yeah. that was
1: basically my reaction. Like, yay. Um, right. And of course, like, I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire in a year. And I made like 600 bucks my first year. But, you know. <laughs> it was all right Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it was, um, it was, it it was one of those experiences, which um, is as much as it was slow going, I was very determined to see it succeed. And, um, and so my husband at the time, he, when I started, he was part-time and then he started working full-time. So I was able to just keep at it and keep learning and keep growing. Albeit my motivation was, was there, but there were things where I was shrinking back. And that was because I wasn't doing the mindset work at the time. So one day in in 2016, my husband comes home and uh, I'm on a call like this and he passes (laughs) me this piece of paper and I'm like, sorry, I guess I need to read this right now for some reason. Like it's really (laughs) awkward. And I open it up and it flagged basically like he's been fired. And I was like, so I need to go now. Oh no. (laughs) Like why couldn't that wait until after you get off the call? This was like, what? Yeah, it was just like really awkward and I was like okay I, I uh I was just I was so awkward too because I was like oh, <laughs> I it was like oh my god so it was it was kind of like this weird moment and at the time my my network marketing business was making kind of like 800 to a thousand a month so like I couldn't afford our mortgage and car payments and feed us and do all of those things on that and I knew very clearly in that moment I had two options it was like learn how to file for bankruptcy or do the damn mindset work and figure out your money shit. Like, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> or maybe both at yeah. the same
0: time. I'm not quite sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was definitely like that kind of deer in the headlights moment. And right. so, and so I was like, okay, I'm hearing you universe. I get it. I'm going to get over myself and stop being too cool for school and I'm going to get back into this. So Um, I got some books like You Are a Badass at Making Money and Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, uh, You Think and Grow Rich, and and some some of those classics and also some of the new ones. And uh, I definitely have to say Secrets of the Millionaire Mind was the biggest one for me because it incorporated the elements of the mindset as well as the practical, which really helped my brain get on board with the concepts. Um, Not to say the rest of them weren't amazing, but I definitely am a big, big fan of T. Harbecker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Okay that's
1: fantastic Um, yeah so we kind of I dove into that and I really got going with it and um it was a grueling six months of like not really seeing results like there were some some things that were weird that happened right away as my energy shifted like for the first time ever people came to me asking me about stuff instead of me having to chase people down and I was like this is weird and interesting and new um (laughs) kind of cool I like it (laughs) yeah like it was it was very interesting and then um And so about, it was about six months after that, where we, we manifested over six figures and it was just like, holy shit, like our lives changed. We sold our house, we moved. And then I was like, I felt the possibilities were endless. And I also felt like, okay, I need to tell people about law of attraction and manifestation and mindset and the power of this. And, and the fact that the, the strategy is really important, but that without the mindset it will only get you so far, because that was my experience. And so I, I got into teaching that, and then I, the Fire, Fury, Freedom, which was the first book I wrote when I was 16. I was like, I'm gonna finally publish this sucker. I'm not waiting anymore. But it was also my baby, because I wrote it like, and it was like this big thing for me. So my course that I originally did on Law of Attraction, I'm like, I'm just gonna turn it into a new book, and it'll be my practice run book, and that became manifesting on purpose, and it's my best selling book to date.
0: <laughs> I love that i love that so much isn't that weird yeah. how it it does that like all of a sudden you know you put it out there thinking it's going to be one thing and then it just kind of transforms and does its own thing like finally you did this thing and i needed it to be this obviously <laughs>
1: cool. it was, yeah it was really interesting so i mean it's been Quite a quite a journey um, through it all, and I think that's the big thing in in life is that it's never like this straight line of what you think it's going to be. It's it's just this roller coaster ride, and you learn what you need to learn. That's going to take you to the next na- next step. And it all makes sense looking backwards, but looking forwards, it's just like this big cloud of uncertainty.
0: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> well, I think that's really interesting because your your journey is very similar to mine in, in the sense of like wanting to write the books and and being very called to the creation part of the books, but then also feeling like you, you have this other side where it's like, you need to tell people about it. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta get that information out there so that people understand it in a way that really makes sense to them. And it's like, Hmm. I don't know if you, if you've had this, but for me, it's like, I go very, I'm almost bipolar with it. It's like, sometimes I'm like, no, you know what? I really need to focus on my writing. My writing is where my passion is. I love it. I love it so much. And I'll do all the writing and I get it all done. And it's so exciting. And then I, all of a sudden it's like, here, this a really cool idea where you could like, you know, ask so-and-so to come on the podcast or, you know, Hey, maybe you should uh, upgrade this one thing on the course that you just created. No, but I, I said, I was done with that for right now. I'm going to work on this thing. And then, no, you really have to come back over here. And then it's like, I feel like I'm constantly teetering back and forth between the two. I don't, do you ever feel like that?
1: Yeah. I, I and I think that's, I think that's life as well, because I think we get bored of, of this too much of the same thing. Um, and I try to, for me, I try to balance things out because e- even in the writing process, I love it, but I notice my brain kind of goes after a while, like where it's like, I know what the next thing is that that I need to write, but I just don't want to write it right now. I'm tired, give me a break. Like your brain's done for the day. So for sure. me, I know the biggest thing is I have to be consistent with the writing. Like if I commit to writing a book, I write every single day until it's done but I only do like a commitment of 30 minutes a day. Cause I can do that no matter how busy I am or no matter what's going on, or even if it's Christmas, like I can sit down and go, I need 30 minutes. I need 30 minutes to write the day. Like, um, but if I take a break, then, you know, one day turns into several days, turns into a week, turns into what the hell did I write before? And then just- like, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> like there was a book and I think, I, I think I wrote it or I was <laughs> writing it. Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. And I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard this too where, um, you'll have readers and they they think you have memorized everything that you've written. And it's like, no, like think of every book that you've ever read. Like you remember bits and pieces and the same thing when you write something, um, I don't remember all of it. And I really do think in many ways, um, we're, we're quite a conduit for stories coming through from the universe. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's a co-creation process, but it's just as much as an experience of Understanding and uncovering the story as you write it, um, as, as it is creating it, like it's just it's 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 not like this holy. Like I remember every single little thing. Like I almost think fans sometimes know more about the books than we do. Yes, <laughs> yes, because the they're more present or, with it. The ideas. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and they, they read it in a in a quicker
0: fashion. You know, they're reading the the thirty chapters or whatever in the course of six hours in a single day versus you writing this thing over the course of, you know, three months, six months, whatever. And you're like, "How do we remember that? <laughs> yeah, I totally get it.
1: It's one of those things where you're like, if I'm on a panel. I hope they ask me questions. I know about my own work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh goodness. Well, I'm glad it's not just me because <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. I'm like, huh. So when it, when it came, to course creation for you and kind of getting, like, when you were starting that whole process, you, obviously you were writing as well, and you're doing, like you said, multi-genre writing stuff. Did you feel um, like you needed to stick within a certain genre, or were you just really drawn to the, the idea of mindset work and teaching people the mindset work first?
1: Um, that's such an interesting question. I think, I think at the time it was so fresh and such a powerful personal transformation that i wanted to get that out there it's kind of like the like this is it like this is so exciting um but i never thought that that was going to be the only thing because i i think as human beings sometimes we're like what's my one singular purpose and i don't think there's a singular purpose for most of us like there could be a an overriding theme and a mission in our lives but there's different ways and different conduits to make that happen so i knew for me that like that was going to be one of them um, And then, of course, I started getting the books out, and then people were like asking me questions about how do you get books out, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna create a a workshop that's got the whole process of getting a book out, so that people have that. Just was this evolution in that, and so. The business elements, and, and it's just allowed me to explore a lot of different facets that I find are really exciting and interesting, and that I also feel are kind of missing out there. That you know, yes, there's other trainings on these things, but we all bring a different angle, a different perspective to to the space, so that people can see things and digest them in different ways. I mean, there's a million books out there on manifestation, but we're gonna take something different from each one of them.
0: Absolutely. Well, and I think it's that whole concept of the knowledge spiral too, where it's like you ha- you learn something, but you- you're always going to learn it deeper. You're always coming back around into that same message and you learn mm-hmm. it just on that little bit different level. And you can learn that through multiple people. It doesn't have to be just one guru that you go to and you're like, yeah, that is the guru. This is my guru. And it's actually, you know, there's lots of gurus and it's you, you need to learn it a few times and hear it, like you said, from different angles. And I, I like that a lot. That's one of the things that you do really well um I'm in the the masterclass series that you you've put out you have this masterclass series um and I'm loving I I've watched one already it was the very first one I, that's in your list the mindset one and then I, I like I was telling you um before we started recording I am doing your six figure what is that one called six figure uh, yeah, that
1: one is the how to build a six-figure cash generating business.
0: Yes, that one. That one's really fascinating. I'm I'm loving that one so much right now. And I mean, right now, for whatever reason. So earlier in the year for me, it was all about finding balance again. It was like I, I felt very pulled to kind of dis, disengage from the push-pull that I was kind of in for myself. And try to find that balance again. And now that I feel more balanced, <laughs> it's it's kind of coming back around to mindset and money mindset and clearing away a lot of the old blockages and, and trying to get back into um that place of really owning my own beliefs and owning my own power, I guess, but being able to impact others and help them understand that I think we we do really block ourselves from the kind of success that we're, we we want to see. And I see this over and over with some of the authors that I work with and some of the authors that are, you know, either in my Lakes Area Writers Alliance group or people that just come into the courses or whatever, where they really, you know, they, they should be successful. They should be more successful than they are. But for some reason... They're not. And so it's like, well, what is the thing that's happening here? Cause you're doing all the right steps. You're doing all the right things. So we can dig deeper is kind of what I think when, it, when that happens. And so yeah. I don't know if you ever thought that same thing, or that was your epiphany at that point, but yeah. do you see that as in what you're doing as well?
1: Um, you know, I, I do see it, and I see it in every field. Um I, I don't think it's specific to like authors or artists, but it is prevalent um in the art community because you're you're always told as an artist, you know, what's your day job gonna be? like there's there's a lot of crapping on being an artist, the real societal entrepreneurs, where don't quit your days make it, blah, 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 And as we are and how much we like push forward, and we're like, I'm going for it anyways. That gets lodged into the subconscious mind, and that becomes a fear. And I know that people say it out of their goodness of their heart, like your parents or your friends or whatever they're trying, you're trying to warn you. I mean, you want to go to them and be like, do you think I really didn't already think that? Like, <laughs> dude, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, thanks. I just needed that extra layer of fear smeared on there. But <laughs> yeah, right. Because I didn't actually think that maybe it wouldn't work. No, I wasn't thinking oh, that at no. all. <laughs> It's just the reality. So I think that is something that we all have to work through. Um, it's also doing something that's, you know, it's not the beaten path that everybody's, you know, told to walk down, you know, go to school, get a good job and you stay there till retirement, which doesn't even exist anymore. Anyways, I don't know why we're still promoting that because it's, it's not yeah. true. It's weird. weird. Um, but anyways, it, it is what it is. So, yeah, I definitely see that a lot. And um, I noticed when I joined a lot of these author groups on on Facebook and social media platforms, how many of them were like these very, like you tell the mindset was just like, you know, oh, I published my book and it's been out for three months and I've sold like two copies. And it's like, okay, what okay but that's okay. And it's okay to be upset about that because it's a learning experience. But if you're doing self-publishing, for example, which is what most authors are doing nowadays, because it's a great way to just get yourself out there have to learn the marketing strategies. You have to learn how to connect. You gotta, you gotta understand that you gotta be your own PR agent, or you can hire one if you, if you're in a position to do so, but. Oh, for
0: sure. I agree with you on that for sure. And I I think the opposite is also true. I I don't know um, if you're in the 20 books to 50 K group, that was really like my introduction back in 20, probably 16, maybe, maybe earlier than that to the idea or concept of rapid releasing. And I remember thinking at that time, Oh my God, how are people even like capable of such a thing? But the, the more I've tried to fit into that, that um, worldview of, of rapid releasing in that particular manner, the more I realize that it's, it's such a, I don't know how to use the word patriarchal just to throw it out there, but it really does feel patriarchal to be like you have to like constantly be working and writing and doing the next thing and constantly it, it's like there's this mentality of nonstop work. And I, I think once I started trying to um, accomplish that for myself, mindset-wise, it was like, no, this is not going to work. This is not a sustainable um, system. And so we need, to, we need to come up with that, again, balance. Like, how do you find balance so that you can still rapid release? You can still get your backlist up. You can still be out there and putting yourself out there
1: well, without going nuts.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and
1: I think, that, I think that is where we can... Um, get creative and find different. Cause I agree with you. Um, even just like, you know, the, the, the November, like, you know, write a book in a month. I'm like, oh, that sounds so exhausting. Like, I don't <laughs> want to try to do that. Like, i So do you
0: work with a lot of authors? Um, if they're trying to get over their mindset stuff, or you do you work with what, what kind of areas do you work with when people are coming to you looking for help or guidance or mindset stuff? I mean, anything that you do, cause you, like you said, you have courses on being able to learn how to publish as well. So do you have yeah. a lot of different, um, people coming to, you?
1: um, I do find like over the overall, uh, types of people I work with are generally entrepreneurs. Uh, although a lot of them do want to get a book out in their, in their field as a way of building credibility and, and brand authority and that type of thing, or just it has been a lifelong passion to want to, to incorporate that element. Um, so we do a lot with authors, um, and we do go through the process. I, I love to teach people the idea of like how to do it yourself. But I also understand that some people are like, I don't want to do it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. I get it. It's, yep. it. it's a lot to learn. It really is um, all of the different processes. So, I mean, my, my husband and I also work on helping people like after they've got their draft together through the editing and formatting and. My husband, uh, he does graphic design, so he'll do book cover design for, for them and, and some of these different things that can help them get out there. Plus, we've built quite a substantial audience at this point, so we help them with their marketing strategies and let them know, like, these are some of the avenues to pursue. If you want to do, you know, paid advertising, here's the platforms we recommend that typically convert well, and we kind of walk them through those processes, which is which is really exciting. Um, but I, I'd say typically, more often than not, I work with entrepreneurs and in building in the online space so that they can really bring their dreams to life, whether, whether that is through a book or a course or coaching or product development, any of that stuff. I, I love, I just never thought I'd say this, but I love this. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's so amazing what you're doing. I, I love to watch the different, um, cause you do so many really cool masterminds and I'm like, this woman is constantly doing so much cool stuff out there. I just love it. And I wish I had more time because I want to be able to see it, which is why I joined that mastermind, um, (laughs) subscription for you because I was like, oh yes, now I can actually watch these things. Well, for people who are interested in doing mindset work and kind of digging into the stuff that you are putting out there into the universe, because I think it's amazing. How do they go about finding you and finding your books or finding what you're into and how to get involved with your courses or your masterminds?
1: So I think the best place to find me is Facebook, because I basically just live on Facebook. It's my favorite platform. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you look up um, at Amanda Rose author, um, I'll give you the link so that people can click because typing's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and everything's on my website, which is um, easily found on my social media page as well. So we'll we'll make sure that everybody's got all that connectivity clickable (laughs) connectivity.
0: Awesome. That'll be perfect because then I can add that all to our show notes as well. So if anybody's looking for it, they can head over and, and grab it from there as well. Thank you so much for being on the author revolution podcast, Amanda. I'm so glad that you said yes. And you were able to come here and talk to my audience a little bit about what you do and how many cool things that you are involved in, because I think what you do is so beneficial. And I think it would help a lot of the people who listen to this podcast when it comes to getting kind of unstuck in the area where they're at right now. And, and kind of, you know, I think a lot of authors have this concept of, they want to be, you know, the next JK Rowling, but they don't quite know how to go from being like unheard unseen to being that next level. And sometimes they don't realize it. it's about mindset and it's about continuing that process forward. It's not going to happen for most of us, at least overnight. It's a process of like continuing to work on it and continuing to grow. And so I think your messages and what you put out into the world are so beneficial. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: No, thank you. It was so fun to be here. This was awesome. We'll have to do it again. (laughs) Absolutely. I agree.
0: Isn't Amanda absolutely incredible? Not only is she the sweetest, but she is driven, successful, and totally down to earth about all of it. Over the years, she's definitely inspired me and made me rethink the way I go about certain things. I've joined in on many of her masterminds, and I'm even excited to say that later this year, Amanda and I are going to be collaborating on something super cool. It might be a workshop, it might be a mastermind, so stay tuned for more details. Now, as always, if you'd like to download today's transcript or get links to Amanda's website, just head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 88. One final announcement. If you're ready to take your author career to the next level, I want to remind you that you are invited to join me inside of Rapid Release Roadmap, my signature online course that teaches you how to plan, write, publish, and promote four books a year. By learning how to embrace the prolific author mindset and steer your author career toward more royalties and greater success, you're investing in yourself and your bright future as an indie author. All you have to do is head over to rapidreleaseroadmap.com and enroll today to get started. I am with you every step of the way. Now go forth and start your author revolution.